Hey, this is Colt Cabana, professional wrestler from the Art of Wrestling podcast. You're listening to City Wrestling Radio podcast, which is weird because it either radio or podcast can't be both. But hey, with you, baby, it is. Yeah. What's going on, everyone? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this is a um, uh, it's a special show. It's our LA uh, so far trip, I guess. Right? Um, I'm in the I'm in the the Hyatt Studio, I guess. I guess is what we're gonna call it today. You know, it's a different studio every time. But I'm your host, Corey Smith, live in Los Angeles, uh, in the Hyatt uh, JW Marriott. No, not the Hyatt. I'm sorry, the JW Marriott Hotel where some of the WWE employees are staying, and I made myself look like a fool in, some, in front of some of the tech people. Um, but I'm your host, Corey Smith, live with my co-host today. Hey, guys. This is your girl, Cindy G, from NoDQ.com. I'm actually here in L.A. as well, in person, along with Corey Smith. So thank you for having me, Corey. No, thank you for uh, for joining me today. I uh, it's good to actually do some review. There's so much wrestling stuff going on this weekend. It's oh, like, I bet. Um, we have to cover everything. Well, not everything, but, you know, for the most part, there's yes. a good amount of stuff. And we missed some shows, City Wrestling Radio, because mm-hmm. we were too hungover from our one-year anniversary. Just kidding. <laughs> um, no, you know, I'm just coming down here to L.A., and our school um, was actually closed for a couple of days, so the other guys were not able to make it to record um, for their show, for oh, anything. No. So there was no new show. No B show. Um, hopefully, we'll have a Survivor Series uh, review tomorrow from Michael and Jose. But hey, I'm not holding my breath for that. You know, yeah. if the school's closed, the school's closed. Safety first. I don't want those guys breathing in the noxious chemicals. I know, right? I mean, my sister's school was closed for a week, but for my school, it just closed like on Wednesday, and that's it because of that bad air. Surprisingly enough, I only take online class, and they also canceled my online class. So. That's like well, okay. they don't want you. They don't want your 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 brain takes oxygen. You yes. know what I mean. They they don't want you thinking too much if you're not breathing in the right kind of air. But guys, uh, we're here to talk about a little our, our trip in Los Angeles so far. We came down both on Friday. You got here a little earlier than I did. Yes. Um, I came in a little late. My plane was late. I had to rush to my hotel in Los Angeles traffic. And boy, oh boy, that is fun. I'm not going to talk about that because hey, it's really what everyone says is it's horrible right i took like i took a grand hell bus and holy cried it was delayed for an hour like i was pretty like irritated because number one i was tired number two i just wanted to get to the destination on time and i just don't want to like miss like my first indie show in socal exactly so I, i rushed to the hotel and then i rushed up to um uh north i don't know where it was it was on yorkshire it's called the hi hat it was a bar slash venue in yep. Los Angeles. Uh, Game Changer Pro Wrestling presents Joey Janela's Los Angeles Confidential. Uh, that announcer, what was his name? Larry? Larry the Legend, y'all. Oh, my God. Oh, he needs man. to go to WWE immediately. Yes. Like, I can see him taking over for SmackDown or Raw one of these days. He is fantastic. Mm-hmm. I His agree. voice almost mimics that of uh, Howard Finkel back in the day. Totally. Um. But yeah, the whole show all night was pretty good. Uh, Joey Janela was not able to be there due to his injury. I'm a little bummed, though, because he knew ahead of time that he was injured for a while. Yeah, I um, mean. And then he like yeah. kind of said it last minute, and I was kind of like, yeah, dude, like I knew that. But like some people were really disappointed in the fact that he wasn't there. Exactly. Like I was hoping to see Joey Janela because I actually met him twice last year when I was staying in Canada for six months Yeah, for like a vacation slash like kind of like exploring around and so I met Joey Janela he is a really cool person like cool AF ever and surprisingly enough because of his injury and doctor's order he cannot fly out to LA but it's alright where's he from is he from the uh, east coast or yes I believe he's from I think New Jersey, if I'm not sense. mistaken. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, somewhere. Okay, yeah, no, it was um it was a good show though. I mean, we got there. It was a uh, it was like the typical like kind of like I feel like the LA wrestling scene. Every wrestling scene is different, you know. Yes. Um, you know, we come from the Northern California, San Francisco Bay Area, where it's a little bit more uh chill and relaxed. Down here, it's like such a cool scene, you know what I mean? Like, I know, right? It's like a thing to do, I felt like. I felt like there was a lot of people there that aren't weren't necessarily into wrestling. 
but were there for just the pure spectacle of the event. And especially since the main event of that night, Nick Gage versus David Arquette in a death match. I mean, oh yeah. I mean, overall, what do you think of the show, Cindy? Okay, the show overall, it was fantastic. Like this is like a different vibe from what I'm seeing, and it's kind of like reminding me of this one indie wrestling promotion company in Northern California and in Canada. In Northern California, Hood Slam. I okay. know you've been to Hood, Hood Slam before. Oh, yeah. And I've been to an indie show in Canada called Death Proof Fight Club, known for their hardcore and brutal death matches. And But so far with Game Changer, I feel like this is like more wrestling and more of like a party atmosphere, per se. Yeah, no, it was, it was definitely... Um, a party atmosphere you had people on the card like djz who i think was my first time seeing him live this is my second time seeing him okay nice and uh yeah no it was definitely (sighs) comparing to hood slam hood slam is definitely a more cartoony i would say um but no definitely it was definitely more of a a hardcore vibe um we had uh so our first match of the night was was it was um djz versus the great suzuki Yes. And that was a pretty good match back and forth. Like I said, this is my first time seeing uh, DJZ. I do love his uh, um, DJ mic, or DJ spots where the DJ will play the... Burr, 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 burr. Yeah. And then and he starts like doing it with his voice, too. It was pretty great. Exactly. Like Originally, it was supposed to be a match between the Great Suzuki versus the Amazing Red. But due to the Amazing Red's um, flight delay, that he couldn't be able to come to LA. Yeah. So they had to like do the whole subject to change. And originally, DJZ was supposed to face I believe Marco Stunt. Okay. I'm, if I'm not mistaken on the original card, but I'm glad like some of the matches like they change up a bit. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. Like to uh, to the extent. Yeah, no, it was definitely uh, it was a good match, All uh, the first match to start the night. I think DJZ went over in that match, right? Um, it was the Great Sasuke won the match. Okay. Yeah, it was like kind of like a 50-50 um, chant, but mostly everybody was chanting for Sasuke. Yeah, no, definitely. It was because um, he's like a – I think he's like a Japanese wrestling legend, correct? Yes, he wrestled in – Did he wrestle in WCW? I'm not sure, but I know he wrestled in Pro Wrestling Noah to, to all Pro Wrestling Japan uh-huh. and other notable wrestling company in Japan as well. So he is like the big deal, like internationally. Damn. All right. So nice, nice. Uh, what was the next match? Do you remember the next match after okay, this? Okay. So let me go ahead and take a look. I did wrote down a couple of my some of my notes. So the next match after that you have is Tony De- um, Depper versus our favorite Corey Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy. Oh man, he was. Uh, he was down here, and he's. I think he lives in L.A. Yes. In, um, in Valley Vin- Village. But I think he's, like, come up more in the NorCal scene. Yes. And because it did seem like after he was – after his match, the whole – all the fans were saying, please come back. Yeah. Um. So it was really good to see Jungle Boy, our APW light heavyweight champion, come down here and represent. He did lose the match to a person I ca- was calling uh, Mini Drew Gulak. I call uh, him the bootleg Chuck Taylor. Uh, what was it? Uh, what was his name again? Deppin? Tony Deppin, yes. Um, yeah, he was he was really good. I thought he was really good, and I could see him go far in this business because he just seems like he has a good attitude for it. Yep. And he has a good heel face because he has a face you want to punch. Oh, I know, right? I know. Um, and uh, I did like how – what was the – he came out to We Built the City on Rock and Roll. Yeah. That was pretty great. It was funny. That was the one cool thing about a lot of the theme songs last night were like 80s songs or like mm-hmm. uh, 70s, 80s, and 90s. Yeah. Just not now. Exactly. I'm surprised that Jungle Boy came out to like his his theme song instead of like his usual like theme song that we all listen to in AP Dub. I think that's his APW theme song though. I've noticed though, even like Fatu's theme song was a little different. Like it had the whole uh, like chant the whole in the chant, beginning. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Uh, the match after that, though, if I'm not mistaken. It was Brody King versus former WWE superstar. Hardcore Holly. Yup. This wasn't that great of a match. Uh, to me, it was all right. I mean, because I'm a fan of Brody King. Yeah, no, I'm a fan of Brody King as well. And one half they of both, Violence Unlimited. They both worked pretty hard. And uh, one half of, the, yeah, right. Yes. <laughs> uh, one half of the former uh, uh, Sumerian Death Squad I, with Aleister Black I, when he was ton- when he was. I think so. Tommy End, yeah. right? Um, yeah, so, I mean, I'm sure someone out there is going to be shaking their head. Like, I'm turning this podcast off now. This guy doesn't know what he's talking about, but it's all right. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it was a it was an okay match. Just I felt like a lot of headlocks. I felt like the match kind of dragged a little bit. Hardcore Holly definitely seemed like he was out of his element at the yes. show. I don't know what it was. Was this? Do you know if this was his return to the ring, or has he been wrestling constantly? Um, he wrestles before in different indie promotion, but I guess he's just tired. But what surprisingly enough is this promo he cut after after the match. Yeah, after right. him and Brody King shake hands and they hug, then he cut the promo and he said up something about Game Changer Wrestling is like the best company he wrestled or something like that. He says I do it for the fans. Yeah. Um, he goes, I know I look a little smaller. After, you know, I look a little smaller than I used to, but it's because I'm not on the gas anymore. Mm -hmm. I did kind of go in a little bit more into that and saying um, that he goes, he goes, everybody's on the gas. If they say they're not, they're effing lying to you. Right. And I was like, wow, Hardcore Holly's just like calling out the business right there. He did look a lot thinner, though. But he like I was saying, he felt out of place in the beginning of the show when he was doing the. um, the meet and greets. Yes. Um, and it was weird. A lot, a lot of people I felt like were going up to him. And it's like fucking hardcore Holly. Exactly. I was, maybe everyone's too afraid of him. Everyone like hears about these backstage stories about hardcore Holly, like taking someone out, like, mm. like shoot style in the back. Yeah. So yeah. our next match of the night, what was it? It's um, the human tornado versus the bad girl, Penelope Ford. <sighs> I think I fell in love in this match. I'll be honest, and not to be all weird and guy-like, but man, Penelope Ford, she's a she's a good-looking person. Yeah, I agree. And this is, I finally get the chance to see Penelope Ford. Like, originally, I was supposed to be seeing her at a indie show in Canada called Alpha One Wrestling, where she was supposed to be booked last, last May, but she was pulled out of the match because, quote-unquote, some injury. Uh-huh. That I did talk to Penelope um, after the show, and she's a really sweet girl, but she doesn't remember what's going on all. I was like, well, it's all right. You wrestle like so many promotion companies. So one thing about those wrestlers. It's like yeah. they're literally traveling from city to city to city, meeting tens of thousands of people within mm-hmm. like a week, and they're being dropped on their head constantly. I know, right? So if you really think about it, it's like the perfect or the perfect sport for somebody to not remember who you are. Yeah, you know, like Jeff Cobb, I've met him like dozens of times, and every time I'm like, "Hey, I took a plane with you that one time," and yeah, he's like, right. "Oh yeah, sure." Like I remember the show, but don't really remember you. Like yeah. I heard a story this weekend because Undertaker was in the SoCal area. Unfortunately, yep. we did, were not able to go see it's him. It's too expensive, y'all. How much was it? Do you know? Two hundred bucks. Yeah, f that. Um, yeah, and it was a little far, a little out of the way. I think it is. Um, but you know, someone was saying. Uh, I think someone was wearing a. Uh, you know, our friends, our Northern California friends over at Going in Raw, Stephen Larson. Yep. They have a shirt. It says, "I'll put you down like a dog." It's mm-hmm. uh, a something they made up themselves, nice. an Undertaker shirt. And I guess a fan wore it there, and Undertaker was asked him if he ever said that. Mm-hmm. The guy asked him, he goes, did I say that? Yeah. Or did you ever say that? And he's like, son, I've been dropped on my head many of times. Yeah. I've been taking a lot of holes and digging souls. <laughs> or the other way around. I don't remember. Um, but, yeah, anyways, nonetheless, back to Game Changer Pro Wrestling. Penelope Penelope Ford. I keep calling her Penelope Cruz. <laughs> like, Penelope Cruz did not wrestle tonight, guys. Sorry. I know this is Los know, Angeles, right? and I know David Arquette was wrestling, but Penelope Cruz was not here. Oh, yeah, Um yeah, she was really good. Um, a lot of I feel weird about intergender matches because you know the the general the thought about booking a match like that. It's like the, there's how many ways can you go? That's not you know like a, a chauvinistic male like quote unquote pig you know trying to beat up on a woman. Yes, you know what I mean because it's very like even uh, the human tornado was playing like he kept calling her a bitch, you know, pulling her hair, and it was like. I, even in my head, I'm like, dude, you're taking a little too far. Like, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know how else to really book a match like that. Exactly. Like, I, mean, I the only other way I've ever seen like respectfully done um, intergender matchups is maybe with Joey Ryan, Candice LeRae versus like the young. But like that was good. That was yes. there was no like you're a woman. I'm gonna beat you up. It was just like the Young Bucks versus the world's cutest tag team, and. uh Oh, um, and also Candice LeRae versus anything with Candice LeRae. Yes, exactly. Uh, Candice LeRae versus Johnny Gargano. Yep. When Johnny Gargano popped the question to her um, mm. at the end of the match, Aww. and she and I think she said yes, and then he rolled her up for the win. Oh my goodness! Yeah, so that that that's awesome. Like <laughs> yes. something like that, mm. and Johnny Gargano. Trust me, boy, we'll get to you in a minute. Exactly. And speaking of intergender matches, like the only intergender matches I've seen online is um, Ruby Riot. Before she was Reba Rice, she was Heidi Loveless. She had like a couple intergender matches, like pretty much in Alpha One Wrestling in Hamilton, Ontario. Like she wrestled like the Walking Weapon Josh Alexander to 
Ricochet Page, which you know him in ZZ Dub, and notably Kobe Durst. And oh, wow. it was by far impressive. It is sad how WWE is booking Ruby Riot at the moment, but like that's the only thing I remember her during her time in the indies is just that intergenerational match. There's so many people on the main yeah. roster now. It's hard to like. Yeah. I was really thinking about this, and I know I'm going to go off on a tangent for a second, but. I was thinking about this the other night, and it's like WWE is too big for their britches at this point. Yeah. Like NXT's cool, but NXT UK is okay. You know, we have 205 Live that's eh, mm-hmm. Raw, SmackDown. And it's like, think about back in the 90s. Everyone says, oh, this was the golden era of wrestling. Well, mm-hmm. why was it the golden era of wrestling? You had pay-per-views that were maybe once once a month. No, not even once a month. Once in every month and a half, maybe. And then you have is like a couple of the stars are like very notable, especially like you know, pretty much making like more appearance like in commercials to like guest spots. Correct. Especially they're marketing towards like the kids too, like with different product placement. Exactly. And yeah. uh, and nowadays it's like you have everyone is a big fan of everyone. Yeah. Like even you're mentioning right now, Ruby mm-hmm. Riot. You're That's a fan right. of hers. You're wearing the Riot That's Squad right. T-shirt. Representing. Um. But now everyone, like, now that's, like, you become a big fan of her because you can watch all her things online from her indie stuff. That's right. Ever since she started out in Ohio Valley Wrestling in the early 2010s. But it's, like, how many, like, successful storylines can WWE really write for everybody? Exactly. You know, people are going to fall under the radar at times. Exactly. It's unfortunate, but it's just, like, Mm -hmm. it's the nature of the beast and the, the machine, you know? Yeah. It's crazy. This is what it is. But anyway, now let's go back to Penelope Four versus Human Tornado. So the only <laughs> memorable part I say is I started the asshole chant and everybody followed it oh, along yeah, with yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That so, was great. I loved it. I'm happy. Um and I did love the the whole the whole show I was sitting next to I had like the best seat in the house. It was mm-hmm. like it was like these um little like what do I call it? Stadium seating. Yeah. Like Coliseum. It was just benches. Yeah. And it, literally I'm my knees are hitting the ring. Oh, wow. I was that close. That's why the pictures I took were just yes, mwah, super close. Super, like for, so superb. Like for me, I only got the standing um, GA tickets because, well, fortunately, the ticket was sold down before I got into it because of financial um, situations going on. But Corey is the one got me the ticket, yeah. which Corey really appreciate a lot. Thank hey, you, you so know, much from the just, bottom of my heart. I facilitated the purchase. I was the... I was just the middleman in this cocaine trafficking. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, it's just wrestling ticket trafficking. Yes. That's all. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, no, no problem, Cindy. Anytime, yeah. you know, you need a ticket, you know, no and problem. I can facilitate a purchase. No problem. Gotcha. Um, and then the, yeah, no, Penelope Ford, though. What can, yeah, she's yeah, great. Yeah, she won. She's yeah. Uh, next up was the, was it the main event? It's, no, next up is the, um, Ethan Page oh. versus D'Lo Brown. <laughs> Winner D-Lo. gets to take Ethan's soul if Ethan lost. Yeah, oh. that didn't really make sense to me in the beginning of the match. They, I know um, Larry the Legend did mention that, you know, this match was for a soul, for a human soul. Mm-hmm. But everyone was kind of like in my section, they were like, wait, whose soul is on the line? Is it D'Lo's soul? Is D'Lo's soul on the line? And who who commissioned D'Lo Brown to do this? I mean, come yeah. on. D'Lo. Yeah, so it's really funny because... Ethan Page and D'Lo Brown was part of a six-man tag team match at Alpha One Wrestling. Um, I believe it was two weeks ago. They were teaming along with the handicap hero, Gregory Irons, up against... Oh, wait. Six-man tag. Let's see. Oh, yeah. It was Team Alpha One versus Team Old School or something like that. So, it it was not six men. It was eight men, I think. So, it was D'Lo Brown, Ethan Page. It was a bunch of men. Yeah. Gregory Irons and... BMD, Brett Michael, David, Dave were taking on Justin Singh. The Western Med connection consists of Jim Nye, the science guy, and Dr. Daniel Singh Rockingham. Also, the current, um, the current Alpha One Outer Limits champion, um, Easy E, Eric Kearney, and I think there's one more, but yeah, uh, I'm having a brain fart, y'all. No, it's it's been good. like a long morning, it's been a long weekend, so yeah. Far. Especially so, yesterday, like, you know, we were out just like you were doing the lunch thing with uh, no DQ people. Yes, that's right. I was canvassing for City Wrestling Radio in that's front right. of the Staples Center. And then the no DQ live stream, which you made your video debut. I made my debut on no, no DQ.com, guys. Yep. 
my video debut. That's right. My day butt, All as right. uh, Matt Riddle would say. <laughs> um, so what, wait, where were we? We're, here we're on, on the page and D-Lo page Brown. Page D-Lo. Yes. He's a little out of shape. I will say, and I'm not ripping on there. I'm very out of shape myself. We all do. Um, you know, my shape is more round, so I guess I'm in some sort of shape. But anyways, nonetheless, it just D'Lo is always, I always remember him as like a small guy. You know what I mean? That's the mm-hmm. thing. And that's what threw me off about when he came out tonight. He just came out. He was a little bit more heavy set. Um, and I get a little older. That's fine. Um, but he came out a little bit more heavy set. And I was just, I was like, whoa, D'Lo. I just did not expect that. Great performance, though. Did he? Do a frog splash in the match? Yes, he actually did. And I also, I think Paige did he hold it or Ethan Page held his legs up or I don't know. Yeah, I, yes, he did. So Ethan Page, personally seen him a couple times in Canada last year and this year as well when I did pay my visit and I do have like long history with Ethan Page. So he's a really cool, nice guy. He's currently on Impact Wrestling. He's part of the tag team with Matt Sydal <sighs> with the whole third eye. Yeah, I know you're not a fan of Matt Sydal. I'm not a fan of him. No, either. Matt Sydal's cool. Yes. Um, that just impacted. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. And you know I'm going to impact like but next a, Friday. A job's a job. Yes, exactly. Oh, you're going, is it next Friday? Yeah, for the big time wrestling and impact oh, wrestling. Nice. But Sa- Matt Seidel is just going to be there, but not Ethan Page. But oh, well, it was yeah. great seeing him again. I saw Matt Seidel in Portland against, uh, was it Shane Strickland? Oh, wow. At Defy Pro Wrestling. Nice. Oh, my God. He was incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah. Next up, we had uh, so oh, Ethan he, Page went over in that match. Yeah, he won with, I think he did either the spinning Dwayne or headshot. One of the finisher. I'm trying to see, but I would say he won with the spinning Dwayne. And uh, Ethan Page, he has he been, I feel like his name has come up a lot. And like, it, it, like when I first saw him on Impact and they were like, it's the debuting Ethan Page. And I was like. Hasn't he been here before? Yes. He okay, was. He, was. As, okay. he played as quote unquote. Um, Christopher Park's cousin Chandler Park. Okay. Oh my God, I just like laughing so hard. I was like, "Yep, typical Ethan Page." Nice. It's um, yeah. yeah. Ethan Page is cool. He's a very nice guy. You you introduced me before the show. Yeah, absolutely. Really cool guy. And he also runs Alpha One Wrestling too. Oh, he does. Yeah, and oh, that's how that. I met my fiance because my fiance <laughs> actually works behind the scene. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, that's awesome. You know, it's always good to like meet like, when you meet a wrestler and they're actually a really mm-hmm. cool person. Like it, it's awesome. I got a little story at the end of this, at the end of this mm-hmm. show. And so our next up, I think is our main event, right? I keep jumping to the main event. I don't um, know. I don't remember the card. Next up is actually the. Maybe you should guide the, the, okay. the card. I think it's like a scramble match. It's oh, so, yeah. With yeah, Chase so Owens. It's Chase Owens facade with, I think her name is Danny Lee or something. Yeah. Kikutaro, Delilah Doom. Jimmy, Ethan Lloyd, and if that one rest, another Japanese wrestler, I forget what his oh, name God, is. Oh, the guy with the black pants. Yes. Yeah. Uh, no one knew who he was. <laughs> Unfortunately, like he, I felt like he was just kind of there. Mm-hmm. You know, like they needed a, another person for the scramble match. This was a fun match. Just, it was a little bit of chaos. Um, people were falling on everyone all night in the fans. Luckily, no one fell in our section. Yeah. Um, Chase Owens comes out to the Bullet Club theme song. Oh, and, yeah. And I was saying this to you the other night. Perfect way to get rid, to not get rid of Bullet Club, but if you want to phase Bullet Club out in New Japan, just Tamatanga and all these guys right now, just relinquish the name Bullet Club. Yeah. Just go do your own thing and then just have Chase Owens be the sole member of Bullet Club mm-hmm. because he is the most Bullet Clubbed out person in the group with those pants. Yeah, I know, right? Jesus. And like when I talk to. Like what? When I talked to Chase Owens, got my picture taken, all him stuff. Yeah. And he said he's like stuck in the middle, for, stuck in the middle for like being part of either the Bullet Club OG or like the Elite. Since like now everybody in the Elite. Oh, and but one more thing I forgot to mention: who's in the match? Jake Atlas was there too. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Jake Atlas, uh, our APW yeah. friend. Um, he surprisingly he surprised us him? there because I don't th- he wasn't scheduled for the card. And I, he's a Los Angeles local. I think he was called up the day of the show, and he made the show, and he was incredible because you can tell he wasn't ready for the show because after the match, he didn't have a merch table. He was just kind of standing on a chair, like saying thank you to people. Really great guy. Um, I got to sit down and talk to him a few times mm-hmm. at he's AWS. He's a cool dude. Um, yeah. So uh, who was the winner of that? J- no, Jake Atlas got the – he – someone got the pin on him, yep, right? Yep, it's Jimmy Effin Lloyd, baby. Ooh, Jimmy Effin Lloyd. Yeah. 
I need to look more. Uh, I need to check out him more out online. Maybe some more Game Changer. I, mean, I need to go back and watch like Spring Break and all that mm-hmm. stuff. The other Joey Janela shows. So yeah. And what's our next match? Next match is um KTB versus our APW Universal Heavyweight oh, Champion. Oh, oh, oh. That's right, Jacob Fatu. Yeah, dude, Fatu is great. He was over, and like I said, I was so glad I was sitting in a little APW section with some APW faithful surrounded me. Um, He came out. It was it was a good match. Fatu, what can I say? Yeah, Um, he's very. The only problem I have with with this is when Jeff Cobb dropped this, and this is just going to APW. He dropped that APW title, and he says, "I carry this title around the world to." represent APW and now I I feel like it, you can do the same Fatu did not have his universal title Fatu I love you man you're my ooze but next time you gotta rep you gotta rep APW a little bit harder man I'm just saying that's your home promotion so mm-hmm. and uh, Fatu went over in this match yes he did yeah he did uh, Fatu won yeah, beating KTB that was awesome and what was the next match of the night next match you have is the match that is like the one that that is making a buzz. That literally the entire wrestling internet world went crazy. It's funny. It's actually the injury, like Marco Stun versus Eli McFly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, the the last two matches of the show, because this is two more, two more, right? It's the Marco Stunt match and then the David Arquette match, correct? Yes. Okay, so the last two matches of the show was, first one was Marco Stunt versus, what was his name? E- Eli McFly or something. I keep wanting to call like him that. Marty McFly um, from, like, Back to the Future. Yeah. Yeah, this was a cool match. I'll be I'll be honest though, when they go out into the crowd a lot of the times, mm-hmm. and I've noticed that tons of wrestling shows, APW, um, here at the Game Changer show, mm-hmm. it's just so hard to see in those small venues because yeah. it's like a bar and people are just standing over what's going on, mm-hmm. and it's like, and any section you're in, you're gonna like not see something, and you're gonna get the what's going on, right? Here? You know, so. It's, it, it was cool. It was a fun match. Marco Stein. Jesus Christ, he's tiny. Yeah. Like, I thought he was like, no, that guy's legit like a smaller dude. Mr. Fun Size, as they call him, right? Yep. And the girl next to me, she had a big bag of candy ready to throw at Marco uh, when he came out. Because I guess that's his thing. People throw candy at him. That's right. Um, but he never got a chance to because Mr. McFly knocked him out when he was uh, on the post doing his entrance. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, the match abruptly ended, didn't it? Yes, it did. So I saw like what happened partly, but it was a little bit crowded. So what happened is that um, Marco Stone took a huge bump when Eli McFly did the Canadian Destroyer. Oh, and oh, he did the Canadian Destroyer. I, either one of them. I couldn't even pay attention close by. Okay. Yeah. Petey Williams got to go in there and teach these guys how to do it, man. Yep. Um, so then Marco Stunt landed and uh, injured his, I want to say injured his leg. Because yes. when they took him out, they were holding his legs up. Yeah. And that's the first thing I thought. And they, the, all the fans had to make a clearance for him to get him out of there. Yeah. Best wishes to you, Marco Stunt. We'll talk about it a little bit more when we get to our new segment of this show. Sounds good. Especially um, Joey Janela and Mady announcement say that that particular match is going to be free. Oh, nice. Yes. Nice. Um, next up is our main event. Oh, Oh my! I yeah. did not expect to walk into this. It's funny because the show after this, the Suburban Street or the Suburban, was it Suburban Pro Wrestling or Suburban Fight Pro Wrestling? Suburban Res- Fight, Fight Pro Wrestling. They yes. had a um, death match, uh, no ring, no rules show after this. But mm-hmm. this main event for Game Changer was fucking by far over everything exactly. else. Aggressive in nature, y'all, um, to the max. So Nick Gage comes out and Nick Gage... He's like the missing Briscoe brother. Mm-hmm. It, it, the, the only way I could describe it, if you don't know who he is, he looks like one of the Briscoe brothers. Oh, yeah. Like, it, he, he could be the older, like the third older one. Like, I was born before you. I'm going to show you guys the For ropes. Um, he comes out and he kind of cuts a promo like, you know, what's this going on here? Who is this guy? Out comes David fucking Arquette. Okay. And, you know, and I know you had that thought going into this show. Yes. And I did, I did a little bit. I was a little just excited for the pure spectacle of this. Yes. But man, I will say I have so much respect for David Arquette mm-hmm. now. Agree. Putting his body through that, like this was a death match. He they busted out the light tubes, the fluorescent light tubes. I um, I got hit with the in the neck with some yes. glass. Luckily, I didn't get cut because I think they don't cut that much. If, exactly. But yeah. it's just like I I was like fuck this. I'm zipping my jacket up. I'm not getting cut when I'm glass. Yeah, it's crazy. Like okay, Even, let me make this clear. Yeah. At first, okay. 
First of all, I do respect David Arquette yes. as an actor. I did watch his Scream movie. Absolutely, Dewey. But him as a wrestler, Let's especially do it for Dewey. when he won the WCW championship, holy crap, I got so freaking upset. That made me lose respect for David Arquette as a wrestler. And when I found that David Arquette is wrestling again, also about training with RJ City, that's like his best bud or whatever, yeah, it kind of sets me off. So I was like, what the hell? Was I am. Um, and I think I'm the only one that booed the crap out of David Arquette. But now that seeing that death match, I... I don't boo. I won't boo him anymore. Yeah. I will not boo him anymore. For yeah, the, same here. For the simple fact, too. And the whole WCW thing, mm-hmm. that really... He was an actor in the 90s. Yes. He's a huge wrestling fan. If you were an actor and you were a huge wrestling fan, you just did a movie about wrestling. Mm-hmm. He did Ready to Rumble. Yes. And let's say Vince McMahon because ah, Cindy, we want to put the title on you. And what are you going to say? Like, all right, like, cool. Like, let's do it. How are we going to do it? Uh, we're, we'll figure it out. Just take the title. I get it. Like, as a pure wrestling fan, like, as pure, like there's so purest mm-hmm. of heart wrestling fans out there. And I think you and I yes. can be probably considered yes. those. Some people call us marks, but I, I like to say we're passionate. Yes. Um, but David Arquette, he's, you know, well, what I would have said this. I would be like, all right, dude, let's put the title on me. Let's go. Well, if I were Vince, I was like, Vince, if it's for the tag team titles, because I want to give like the other like you other want, oh, wrestlers. You, you want a Nicholas situation. Yes. You want Braun to say, Cindy, let's go. For that. I just prefer tag team titles. But if it's just a solo titles, I'm just going to flat out refuse it. Because like for me, I just wanted to give all the wrestlers a chance. Chance. That's how I am of a good person, especially I prefer tag team. Well, give me a million dollars, <laughs> Okay, put the title on me. <laughs> At that point. Uh, um, yeah, no, I, I totally feel you, though. Yeah. Um, I think David Arquette was just pushed into a situation in the 90s. He was a lot younger at the time, too. Right. And I think he's learned from it, too. He's yep. definitely learned that wrestling fans kind of hated him for a long time. Exactly. With, you know, and nobody should have hated him. If anyone hate anyone, hate Russo for putting the title oh, on him. Anyways. Right. But uh, Game Changer Pro Wrestling, at the end of the, the end of the show, had David or uh, Nick Gage going over David Arquette. It seemed like with a roll-up, right? I after, think so. After all but the bloodiness. Go, yes. Let me go ahead and add that real quick about during the match. So up close, in person, I saw David Arquette got bladed by Nick Gage with a pizza cutter. Yeah. That Dude, that I had, that I cringed. That was brutal. I, he put, and then the, was that the scene where he put it in his mouth? Yes. Oh, my God. I closed it. I was like, whoa. This is like the whole hardcore s word ever dude that it was yes. too it was borderline too much like people talk about shows and i'm not like sitting here like glorifying violence you yes. know but like i was even talking to some fans outside of uh staple center yesterday mm-hmm. when i was canvassing and this i was talking to this older woman and she was just like it's just not right to do that kind of stuff people can really get hurt and i was like i completely agree with you like i was i was there so i'm not gonna sit there and boo it you know, I enjoyed myself while I was there, but I don't want to see people get bladed to that extent. David Arquette sported a crimson mask that night. Well, honestly, and, like he just needs some a little bit more training, especially when he's going through a death death match situation. So on Facebook, like I saw a couple comments, especially there's this one particular comment from a well-known indie wrestler in the hardcore slash death um, death match thing. His name is Warhead, of okay. course, notably from Death Proof Fight Club, also. Lu- um, Lucha Tio and whatnot. He stated that he gives props for David Arquette for doing it, but he just need to do a little bit more training about how to deal with a certain situation in death matches because in death matches you gotta psychologically, um, in psychologically be prepared yeah. for whatever you gotta do, mm-hmm. but like just making sure just you gotta be well protected in all costs. It. Yeah. To like for example, ZZ Dub. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Um, well, the, uh, before that match ended, we had Joey Ryan coming out with torn pectoral muscle. Joey Ryan, also Masada was coming out just to help Ma- out during was the match. Was it Masada or Messiah? Messiah. Messiah. Someone was saying Messiah behind me. I was. I don't even Messiah, know who, who is Messiah. I've never seen him before. He's well known in the hardcore deathmatch scene. I think oh, okay. he wrestled in CZW, CZW before. I okay. did see it in a documentary on Viceland about ZZ Dub. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think nice. he was in it too, but. Nice. I guess, but yeah. Um, he came out, knocked out Joey. Joey Ryan, like I said, torn pectoral muscle and still trying to do the, did a super kick, trying to go for the dick plex. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, the end of the match had Nick Gage. It looked like Arquette cut his neck on something really bad because he was holding his neck yeah. for a minute and then they just finished the match like mm-hmm. that. Um, so after yeah. the match, 
Uh, Nick Gage cut a promo saying he does it all for the fans. And, you know, David Arquette came out and said something like, I didn't do it for your effing respect or something like that. I, or, I was like, something like, didn't do it for respect and all that, but you guys, something like that. And then more cussing and then MDK and stuff. Well, I was talking about David Arquette coming back out oh, from the, oh, from the okay, back because he did come out and start, he started screaming towards Nick Gage. Oh, okay. I didn't hear that part because, like it, I said, it was, it was super crowded. Exactly. Uh, that was Game Changer Pro Wrestling, the yeah. first show. The second show, there wasn't a whole lot of notable things that happened. The Sir Reverend Fight Pro Wrestling versus Game Changer Pro Wrestling. It was fun. It was fun. They it, took the ring down. There yep. was no rules. It was like it was a death. There was a lot of interaction going on. Oh, my God. They It was just like it was like a street fight for yes. all. It was three matches. Yes. Um, I don't remember the exact card. but So I have the card right here. So it was originally Penelope Ford versus Marco Stumpa. Of course, Michael Stun got injured, so they had to propose postpone the match. Mm-hmm. So we have is the four way match between Jimmy Effin Lloyd versus Bootleg Chuck Taylor himself, Tony Deppin versus KTB versus we got a legend again, Hero. Hero, yeah. Where yeah. where was he from? Japan. Okay, nice. I yeah. think from all all Maybe he pro wrestles- wrestling Japan or pro wrestling Wait. Noah. Oh, all Japan pro wrestling. Yeah, I was like all pro wrestling Japan. Wait, I, mean, all Japan I was like, pro- I was like, like that. I was like, Marcus, you're doing good if you're in Japan now because no, honestly, pro wrestling know. revolution has been going to Japan. Yes. Have you seen that? Exactly. So. It's, again, this is the morning, y'all. So yeah, holy <laughs> hey, crap, that match good. was AIN aggressive in nature. And there's so much uh, stuff we have to talk about, like I so know. many matches we I went through Super already. With, um, Jimmy Lloyd too during the match. I was got. Um, up, I think but. the match of the night for that one was uh, Brody King versus Nick Gage. Oh, yeah. That would do um, also DJZ versus Fakeade. Oh, God. Oh, uh, Facade. Facade. Yeah, Facade. Facade. Uh, he, he needs to come up to Northern California. That yes, dude, his, his his look is a little goofy, but he is freaking incredible. He's these... He's the suburban Terrius ninja. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's also I, I like he comes out to the Ninja Turtle song. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the girl he comes out with pretty. She's good looking gal. I think her name is Danny Lee or something. Okay, I don't nice. Know. Yeah, there was a point where she was like, like, because we were all backed up and she was just like right next to me, and I'm just like, I'm sorry, I'm squishing you. She's like, it's okay. Yeah, I was like, sorry, sorry. And plus, I was trying to protect the merch tape, also protecting oh, Penelope, yeah. Ford, Penelope Ford, Cage, and Joey Ryan. Penelope Ford was like, no, not on my merch. And also, everybody's like, protect Joey Ryan. Yeah. I was like, holy crap, he's a big girl. Uh, and uh, what, was the la- what was the other match that was there that night? There was a third match. That was... There was the four-way match. There was... Uh, Facade versus DJZ. Uh-huh. Which, of course, we have... Oh, and to- Nick Gage versus Brody King. Yeah, right. that match okay. was like... Horrible. Yeah, that that was like fighting everywhere. Like, everywhere, especially... Brody before. King had to push me out of the way at one point because I was trying to move, but like I, he was just... I was like, oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, but that was a good show. It wasn't it was. like... The first show, I think, was a lot better because it had a little bit more like... It was a little bit more structured. Yes. The second match, however, I feel like I'm at, I'm at a concert, too. Like, we're in, like, a mosh pit. Yeah, definitely. That was fun. Yeah. Like, it was cool, though. I really yes. liked it. And those... I didn't want to give a shout-out to that taco truck across the street from the hi-hat. Oh, my, oh my God. God. Burnt cheese, carne asada taco. Okay, guys. My uh, so it's like they what I think they do is they put the cheese on the on the on the hot 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 top whatever and they let it melt and burn and then they put the cooked carne asada and then they roll it up and then put all that in a tortilla. When you had that, I had that Alpha store taco with burnt cheese and holy crap, it's like heaven. It made my stomach so happy that I got full for the rest of the night until lunchtime. I will say like the taco truck game down here in LA is freaking on point mm-hmm. every block i've been to there's yes. a taco truck and like damn like that's one okay i'm like all right you're starting to win me over like yes all right <laughs> also we got like a very interesting counter like oh that's right, right across the street like after we ate dinner when we all there were some the sightings some wwe superstar sightings yeah remember like so okay let me tell you this so while Corey and i we were eating our dinner here, out comes Jacob Fatu. And right next to him, kind of low-key, incognito. I couldn't tell which one it was. Jimmy Uso, maybe. Yeah, it, it was either Jimmy or Jay, but he was definitely with them. Fatu stopped to talk with us because we told him, hey, we came down from APW, our yeah. universal champion. Mm-hmm. He's really nice guy. Yeah, he's super cool. Super cool. Yeah. Um, and then the uh, Jimmy or Jay was just like walking ahead like, man, come on. We don't need to talk. Like, come on. I don't need to talk to these people. I think, you know, he didn't want to just, he didn't want to get yeah. bam, like covered for pictures. Yeah. Like um, I didn't even notice that first until I was like, yeah. in my mind, it's like, Oh, Jimmy or Jay Uso. But you know, I just, you know, in respect and yeah. all that, uh, Matt Riddle 
was backstage. I heard that night. We were there, um, bro, 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 and also outside of the event before the suburban uh, death match um, show. Cassius Ono was outside handing out free yeah. T-shirts to everybody, and dude, he is literally the coolest freaking guy. Right? Him, uh, Fatu, Cody Rhodes, like, dude, these guys are just like top-notch guys. Uh, he came up, he was just talking to us. He complimented my Dusty Rhodes oh, shirt. Yeah, totally. He, you know, he talked a little bit about. And him. I got my selfie with him too. That was pretty cool. Yes. Um, and he was just taking pictures and giving out free shirts. It was so cool. Even though it sucks that they're he Lakers lost. colors. I know. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Even though that sucks, then by the way, spoiler alert: if you're not watching NXT Takeover, he lost a match to Matt Riddle well, in the, like seven seconds. That was like the shortest match in NXT history. Six seconds. It's at seven. Was it at seven? Ooh, Meltzer, get on your game. You said six seconds this morning. We're calling you out, Uncle, <laughs> Uncle, Uncle Meltzer. You got to melt it down a little bit better. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, well, also this is a Takeover review. They need to go watch NXT Takeover before they watch. They listen to this. That's right. Um, like I said, great night. And like I said, Riddle. Uso, uh, oh no, oh no, all at the show, yep. fun times. And then we go on to our next day, NXT TakeOver from the Staples oh, Center, yeah. War Games 2. Um, we where kept... CWR and No DQ It's the first met. time, it's the only time of the year where City Wrestling Radio and NoDQ.com get together and bad, no, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll probably say that like three more, three or four more times on the yes. show, I'm kidding. Um, no, it was uh, TakeOver, what did you think of the show overall? I actually... It... Enjoy it, especially this is like my first NXT TakeOver show. Mm-hmm. Even though you guys, I'm going to do a quick plug. So you guys got to check out the NobodyQ.com live stream as well, where we give our thoughts about it. And plus, Corey made his cameo appearance as well, where he I was. I said hi. Yeah. Yes. He was very gracious enough to let us record in the hotel room instead of like at a parking lot inside the, a car. The Marriott like, Studio? Yes. Yeah. So thank you so much, no, Corey. No problem. It's no awesome. Problem. So I'm going to say short but sweet. Overall, I do enjoy the NXT TakeOver, and I did give my letter grade as a B plus because there's some of the matches I'm not too high on, like Ono and Matt Riddle. That was like a complete squash match. I didn't That's, like that. I didn't like that. That was like, what, what's going on? Yeah. And then Kyrie Sane versus Shayna Baszler. I was entertained by it, but then you could see there's more interference going on with the uh, four horse women. Well, it, felt, it felt rushed. It does. But and especially with the War Games match feeling so freaking yes, long. Exactly. And now that we got another feud of Sheena and Hart, but now they have their own group. So it's like, Lord. Yeah. Can you give anybody else like a different title opportunity? Like give like a title shot to Deanna Peraza. Yeah. You know, have like a submission match for the title. I was uh, actually sitting in this little section that like was next to the VIP entrance. Mm -hmm. So I saw Deanna Peraza. Was Marty there too? Who? Marty Skrull. I didn't see Skrull, no. Okay. Um, I saw Cassius Ono. I saw Zelina Vega. I saw... Who else is there? You're so lucky. Yeah. Because I was sitting all the way up in like the quote-unquote nose please but i did yeah. get good pictures and oh yeah and there's gonna be a lot of photo art to do with that i'm gonna be like having some great time nice especially playing with my new software on my <laughs> mac <laughs> nice uh yeah no so it was a good it was a good show overall i really liked it um it's mm-hmm. my second takeover ever going to the first mm-hmm. one was san antonio a few years back uh but this is war games yes. you know i had to make my daddy proud you know he's a big wcw fan oh, back in the yeah. day so you know i'm sure he's looking down on me saying yeah now Corey, um i know you didn't even get your um, say your letter grade. So, what's your letter grade on it? On NXT Takeover, I would say out of all, I would say it was it was about A minus. A minus, awesome. It was good, and, but there was just some like um, yes. things that dragged. And now, do you think this year's War Games match is better than last year? No, no, for the simple fact that this match just dragged on for way too long, mm-hmm. and I think. This year's match was what forty eight minutes, and last year was forty seven minutes and something. Seconds. Last year was thirty six, I yes. think. Um, so the last one just seemed a little bit more smoother, and you had more teams. Mm-hmm. This one just felt a little bit more like simplified, like two teams, um, and it just it was like forty eight minutes. Like yeah. I said, the the fans in the arena were kind of doling out a little bit in the middle of the match because mm-hmm. there were just some spots that were just like. All right, like they're just yeah, standing there exactly. looking at each other, but it was fun overall. I loved I agree. it. I it was for, to be there in the house was great. Mm-hmm. So we kicked off real quick with the first match: uh, Matt Riddle versus Cashizona. Like I said, uh, Matt Riddle going over in six seconds or seven seconds. Yep. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. um, with the uh, the knee strike, 
Uh, I think that was a complete um, squash match and a complete waste of Cassius yeah. Ono's talent. It is. Like I said in the predictions video, Cassius Ono is Bori. One last record, but mostly is the L. Like, yeah. I feel so sorry for him. Yeah. Quite honest. And the next match, what was the next match after that? Was It was Shayna versus Kari Shana for versus the Kyrie. two out of three false count um, for the NXT Women's title match. Felt very rushed. Yeah. Um, especially, like, I'm cool with two out of three falls matches, but, like, when it just seems like they're rushing through these pinfalls or, you know, in the first one, the first submission, I don't, I didn't even see it first. The, the ring was, or the bell was just called and I was like, wait, what happened? And Kyrie tapped out. Yes. Because the interference with. Shayna did her infamous finisher that I cannot pronounce till this the, day. The Kirakina clutch. Something like that. Yeah. The, the Kirakina clutch. But then again, you have is the, that interference with Marina Shafir strong, which she got recently married, by the way, and Jasmine Duke. Um, they came out, and that interference is way too early in my book. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I completely I completely feel yeah. you. Yeah. Um, towards the end of the match, though, we had um, Io Shirai and, for some reason, Dakota Kai. Yeah, Dakota Kai. Yeah, coming out to kind of even the odds. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand why Dakota Kai was out there, but now that I think – now that I'm actually – I'm thinking it through my head. She did have a program with Shayna Baszler months ago yes so it kind of makes sense retribution um is this team kick is io sheree or io shirai and um Kyrie sane part of team kick now do we actually have a team kick like i said this is going to be like the setup for like the mma for horse women versus team kick bay it's to see how it goes first yes and like i said i'm not a fan of long rivalry and this rivalry needs to end right away like i said before I just feel this is going to be another feud that's going to be like more of an overkill. Like, can we have like more like different feud that is happening, especially someone that's get like a title shot? Because we have more heels already in NXT. You have Bianca Belair. You have Shayna. You have Jessamine Marina. Also, you have Lacey Evans, Vanessa Bourne. Vanessa Bourne needs a lot yes. of work, though. Tanara Conti. And then for baby faces, you have Deanna Peraza, Mia Yim, Dakota Kai. Io Shirai, Kyrie Dude, Singh. those faces like trump the uh, the heels in that situation. Yeah. Like, think just think, listen to the list of heels you just said mm-hmm. and the list of faces. Like, two of those faces can take up the whole uh, heel yeah. women's side. It's crazy. No, I I agree to an extent, but I do mm-hmm. think uh, Marina Shafir and uh, Jessamine Duke need to get some practice on NXT TV mm-hmm. and having a six woman tag match before a. Uh, four on four match in the main roster with yeah because I think honestly I think tonight we're gonna see a little bit of um, a four horsewoman ness mm-hmm. at Survivor Series I honestly think they're gonna set it up tonight or you know whatever you know well, we're gonna see a little bit of it Tom would tell yeah Ronda Rousey was in the house at NXT oh, Takeover wow. too cool. I she walked past me too oh um, lucky you I tried to get a picture but I just got like her walking away yeah um. Our next match of the night. Oh yeah, but Kyrie saying uh, she lost the match. Yeah. Um, so it okay. is what it is. All right. Shayna Baszler still a champion. Next up, we have uh, what was the next match? Was it was Alistair Black versus Johnny Gargano? And, oh my God, this was a great match. Yes. Back and forth between the two men, kind of mm-hmm. um, Al- or Alistair Black playing, playing the face, mm-hmm. Johnny Gargano playing the heel. Like, if you haven't watched this match, go please go watch it um, because I can't stress that enough to you. Um, back and forth. I did like the situation where Gargano tried to do like lift up Alistair Black with his foot, like Alistair Black does to everyone else with for, before the Black Mask. Um, but yeah, uh, Alistair Black went over in this match. Johnny Gargano taking the L. Can we? Is this gonna go anywhere else now? Like I don't know. I I can't see where it can go. I don't know. I mean, I'm hopefully he's probably gonna called up. I don't know. Alistair Black or Gargano. Yeah. Because usually when you lose, you get called up. Like, usually you get written off TV like that. Mm-hmm. So, I, mean, I don't know. No, no. Next up, we have uh, the NXT title match. Yes. Literally, the match that made the Velveteen Dream's career. Yes. And I'm calling that right here. We had Tommaso Ciampa defending his NXT championship versus Hollywood Velveteen Dream. D-R-E-A-M and S. You know, he came. And I heard people say things like, I... Like, I'm glad Hogan can be talked about. Um, But, dude, like, it's cool for Velveteen to do it in, like, a tongue-in-cheek way. Mm -hmm. But screw Hogan. I'm sorry. Like, I I think he's a complete right. No, I mean, I'm just just saying. I don't – I don't – agree with Hogan you know that's yeah. everyone has their different opinions yeah, on Hogan exactly. like for he me, was a big just, hero of mine as a child yeah. but I think the things he said were horrible it is and racist nev- to the max exactly 
Exactly. Everyone's free to their own opinion. Yeah, like for me, I did like the Hollywood look that Velveteen yes, Dream did last night. I agree. Night. I liked it because it's kind of tongue in cheek. Mm-hmm. I like that it's like the Velveteen, who is a black man, coming out in the Hollywood Hogan. It's kind of more right. like a satire. I felt like yeah, of the Hollywood exactly. thing. Um, but yeah, he came out and he faced Tommaso Ciampa, back and forth. Velveteen Dream. There were so many times where everyone in the crowd thought that Velveteen Dream was going to win. Mm-hmm. I. Almost, I literally jumped up. I did the one, two, and you know, after Velveteen Dream hit that elbow, so mm-hmm. it, it's crazy. But at, at the end of the match, Tommaso Ciampa gets the DDT in the middle of the two rings and uh, retains his title. Yep. So I could see Dream getting called up this weekend or on we'll Monday see. night. After this, we had the War Games match. Oh yeah. Uh, Undisputed Era versus Rick O'Shea, War Machine or War, sorry, War Raiders, Raiders. Um, and uh, Pete Dunn, um, Peter Dunn. Yeah, this was a good match. It just dragged on for way too long. Okay. If they took about 10 minutes off of it, it would have felt like yeah. so much smoother. Yes. And you could have added like five minutes to the Kyrie Sane yes. uh, or Kyrie Sane uh, Shayna Baszler yeah, match. Yeah, exactly. Um, it was cool. Yeah. Um, it had the, the faces going over in this match. The one thing I, uh, one thing I do want to point out though is that the twice Pete Dunne, when he tried to get out of the cage, the War Raiders held him back and they went out themselves. Right. I, for a moment, I thought Pete Dunne was going to join Undisputed Era. I'm not going to lie. Or he was going to turn on the faces. Yeah, like after the match. Yeah, but uh, not, you know, Pete Dunne and Ricochet both pinned Adam Cole mm-hmm. to win the match. After the match, they get on top of this cell and hold up their championships high. Yeah. Kind of Pete Dunne, I think, was kind of eyeing the North American title, though, a little yeah. bit, it seemed like. So that was uh, NXT TakeOver. War games. It, war games. Yes. War games. To my first NXT TakeOver pay-per-view, I had an amazing time. Nice. Yeah, it was it was great. I had yeah. a lot, whole lot of fun. Staples Center. It's cool. Yep. Really good chicken That's sandwich. Yeah. I had a chicken sandwich from there. I can't remember what the place is called, but my God, it was good. Awesome, awesome. I wanted. I almost got up to get another one, but I just didn't want to leave my seat. Yeah. And before we get out of here, um, let's. There's a little bit, a couple things in the news. We'll go through it just really quickly because I know you have some stuff to do. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we both do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna edit. Yeah. Anyways. Uh. So, Marco Stunt, like we said, he was injured at L.A. Confidential Joey Janela yes. show. So there has been a little bit of update on him. Um, he is going to have some surgery, uh, undergo surgery for inj- in- uh, injury sustained during the show. Um, this is all according to Ryan Satin from ProWrestlingSheet.com. Uh, indie wrestler Marco Stunt suffered a bad break um, Friday night in Los Angeles. The injury occurred during Stunt's match against Eli Everfly. That's his name. Oh, okay. Um, well, whatever. Yeah, it was during a gnarly-looking Canadian destroyer on the outside of the ring. Oh, um, The match was ended. Yeah, man, it's crazy. Let's it see. Is. And also, I just want to point out that um, the Savage Stash, which they know for like having wrestling memorabilia, they're selling. They're also selling Marco Stone's fanny pack. So all from today to the end of November, buy a fanny pack, and we'll be sending fifty percent of the purchase directly to Marco Stunt in effort to help him out after his injury. Yeah. So yeah. Stunt followed up. Uh, with a tweet the next morning said thank you everyone who has reached out to check on me or wish me a speedy recover unfortunately i did suffer a bad break in my leg tonight i have to have surgery in a few hours and we'll keep everyone updated so guys yeah go buy some marco uh merch because man he's gonna need some help with some money same with at the same time though Pop over to Pro Wrestling Tees and buy a Joey Ryan t-shirt because I think he needs a little help too. That's right. Well, Pro uh, Wrestling Tees already started their new section of like injured wrestlers that are like still out for injury, but like giving them like their- Oh, more yes. more compensation? Yes. That is awesome. That's yeah. really cool of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marco Stun, he's 22 years old. So I don't know if this, I think this might be his first big injury. I think so too. I mean, he debuted in the Indies like, I don't know, you're- two ago and then his big break was like all in like during the battle royale like during the well i think El- or was it the lost in new york show that's where he caught the eyes of cody rhodes mm. um and then he was invited to all in all and in then all in just blew, blew him up yeah man. um yeah so best wishes get well soon marco hope you feel better and then marco. make it up to an apw show sometime yes. northern california come on up yes and our last piece of news before before we get out of here, we get we got to get a little serious on you guys. And like I said, our new phrase over at City Wrestling Radio is holding pro wrestling accountable because, you know, who else is going to? I mean, yeah. there's a lot of fans out there that say, oh, this was great and that was great. But, like, really, like, we need to take a deep look at, like, some of these people. And I'm not going to, like, do any investigative or try to, like, make up stuff. Yeah. 
But when something like this comes out, it it needs to be said. Um, so earlier in the week, um, there was reports that James Ellsworth. Uh, well, sorry. Let's let's start that off again. Um, a young girl. I don't know. I don't know her name. I I don't have a whole lot of the information or the info on it right here. But on her name, she came out on Twitter and was posting post from her Snapchat. Her Snapchat included someone named Jimmy on there, and Jimmy turned out to be one former WWE superstar, James Ellsworth. Yeah. Um, she's 16 years old, yeah. and the pictures that were shown and the pictures were shown in this video. Pictures, also the video. Yeah, the videos. Um, James Ellsworth doing the. He was first off. He was like the first one was like him blowing. A, it was like him smiling and waving. The second one was like him like with his tongue like. Uh, That's kind of like cringy and yeah. really disgusting in yeah. my opinion. Like it's one thing like if you're two people that are above age first off, and you're just playing, you know joking out you know whatever. But you're sending these to a 16 year old girl, dude. That's already crossing the line. Yeah, it is. It's, then. Yeah, go on. Honestly, after I just wanted to say this, I'm like still stick six to my stomach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah. it's really disgusting. Yeah, and um, then the the videos go on to have blurred out images. Of, well, I think they were blur- blurred out from yes. the, the video we were watching, of uh, a, a penis being held, yeah. uh, kind of someone masturbating. It, dude, this is just this is bad. It's worse. It's it's not even like it's. It's one thing to be on drugs. It's one thing to have some backstage heat, it, you know, but this is just some real life shit. James Ellsworth, dude, I know you're not listening. Yeah. I know. Like, we're, I'm such a small wrestling podcast that, like, not a whole lot of people listen to us, but this is ridiculous. Um, there's no way that anybody should be sending pictures like this to a 16 year old girl unless you're a 16 year old boy. Even exactly. then, it's a little yes. like, all right, exactly. dude. Exactly. And guess what? That 16 year old girl. Did tag NoDQ.com first before yeah. any other uh, wrestling news source website yeah. as well. Nice. Because, like I mentioned it, James Elsewhere did watch NoDQ.com years ago. And now that it's really sad. And plus, I had lunch with Aaron Riff and Jeff Meacham. And we did talk about this situation. Mm-hmm. Aaron flat out told me that James Elsewhere messaged him to have the article take him down. Really? Did he take it down or no? No. He kept it. Good. That's yeah, good. It's better than that because, like, because if that's credibility some, at that it point, is credibility and all that. Because as of right now, I'm already losing respect for James Ellsworth. Oh, I've lost all respect. Yes, I already deleted the photo on Twitter. I already deleted the photo on Instagram, especially the video. So it still makes me sick to my stomach, and it kind of hit closer to him, which I'm not going to get into that, by the way. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, he's uh, James, he's so uh, after this. He um he denied all uh all statements. I guess he issued a statement to wrestlingnews.co. Um he goes, "I category deny all allegations. Please direct any further communications to my attorney." Dude, that's what dude, he just hell? that's that's like admitting guilt right there. Like saying you have no comment and then also saying that like Dude, he's guilty flat out. I mean, I we it's it's one of those situations that stick it evidence is showing that yes he does look very 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 guilty mm-hmm. um it's it's disgusting it's yeah, appalling yeah man it's you know it's one thing to uh, like to send pictures to a person like it's not cool to send mm-hmm. that kind of stuff to anybody unless it's warranted you know if somebody was like if somebody was like hey can you send me a picture like that you know it's like all right here you know because I'll be honest, you know, we're, we've all been in situations with a loved one that, you know, you're far away from and you're like, yeah. you might get a little raunchy on the phone yes. or the text like, Ooh, I want to kiss you or give you a massage oh right now. <laughs> but you know what I yeah, mean? You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, but this is, this is. It's disgusting. Categories beyond that. Yes. So like, I don't know. I, I here on out, I don't want to talk about James Ellsworth. Unless, I just don't want to talk about it in general as well. Unless he's like going to come out and apologize about it. Even then, it's just like. Just admit it. That's it. Yeah, dude. Like, there. I don't think he's crossed the Like, okay. It's a horrible situation. He's lost all my respect. But there is a point of redemption, not in my eyes, but maybe the public's eyes. He did cross a line. I do think. That if he admits what he did and admits what he did is wrong and legit sees how he fucked up, then you know, Ellsworth, yeah, there might be some redemption for you in the future with other people. Maybe not with me. Mm-hmm. You've kind of lost my respect, but yeah. 
it is what it is. So those are the only two news stories we have today because I know we got to get out of here for the NoDQ.com meetup at Smash Burger. Um, before we get out of here, just real, real quick, I want to give some uh, because I, you know, we've had a couple days off. I'm not going to get too in d- detail, but I want to give some <coughs> birthday shoutouts. Uh, we have a few birthdays. I'm not going to get too into it. Like I said, I'm just going to give a quick birthday shout out to all of these people. So starting on the uh, 17th, because that's that was yesterday, our one year anniversary at City Wrestling Radio. Uh, happy birthday, Miko Satamora, um, Ryan Bradrick, uh, Miss Elizabeth, um, God rest her soul. We yeah. remember you on this day. Rudy Charles. Uh, Brie and Nikki Bella, happy birthday. Oh, Caitlin, if you're listening today, today is the Bella Twins' birthday, y'all. Let's see. Uh, Bella's are, well, they're in three days. I'm sorry. Oh. We, we just might not have a couple shows for a couple days. Oh, good. So. Don't worry. Um, Skinner. Who's Skinner? Name sounds familiar. Yes. Uh, Elias, Aaliyah, Beth Phoenix, and Ivory. Woo! Let's happy see. birthday, y'all. So, yeah. Guys, that was uh, that was our L.A. trip so far. Yes. So... Cindy, let's get out of here for City Wrestling Radio. And NoDQ.com. And for KCSF, I'm Corey Smith. And I'm Cindy G. And we'll, we will see, well, you know, we'll see you later. Uh, me and Cindy, Cindy will be back on the show in the future. That's right. Um, uh, I might see you this week. Um, hopefully we'll have Michael and Jose <clears throat> do a mm-hmm. Survivor Series review. Yep. If you guys are listening to me, you better do that review. Exactly. And also check out NoDQ.com's YouTube channel where we give the our thoughts on the Survivor Series review video as well. Yeah, nice. And also make sure to follow me at nodq.com slash Cindy. That's going to take you directly to my Twitter page as well. Yeah, I forgot to be in the show. Check us out, soundcloud.com slash shitty wrestling radio. Yes. Also across a plethora of other fine podcasts. Guys, we need your help. Like, share, subscribe. We need comments, questions, rants. If you just want to yell something at us, do it. At CWR415, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, the whole shebang bang Slide into our DMs hard. All right, guys. We're going to get out of here. All right. I need to go eat a cheeseburger. Same here. All right. Cheers, y'all. See you later. Bye.